Welcome to Movie the Podcast. This week we watched Sharkskinman and Peach Hip Girl. But before we get into that, let me say something about Gogs. I think he's really cool, Psychi. That dude sucks balls and not in the fun way you like. Kurt Angle's gonna be up in uh, Joppa. Oh, we should go. He's not wrestling, he's just uh, stalking black chicks. <laughs> Welcome to the movie podcast. Let's try to movie the podcast. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's We're still, still in Japanuary. Yes. What did we watch tonight, guys? Uh, we uh, we watched Shark title. Skin Man and Peach Hip Girl. That's right, good job. Peach Hip Girl? Yeah. Yeah, H I P. I should have made you say it in Japanese. Oh, <laughs> Shook Skin Man and the Peach Hip. Do you listen to the show at all? The racist Japanese. Do you listen to the show at all? No. So the intro to the show. Oh no, we yeah, have about my sticky peen and all that stuff. Yeah, I don't know why, yeah. So we started listening again. Yeah, with the computer just talking about how he I suck. told you. He God told you. No, I just turned. I put it on. He like, just oh. sends me the bumps and I laugh like about the show. Yeah, I'm like, like, all right. It's a that's Welcome a to that's a that's a robot. His dick doesn't work. My name is Doc. Also, Gogs is <laughs> Yeah, that is a robot I programmed to hate Gogs. Okay. Why? Why? I have a feeling that he's going Gogs? to explain his uh, his modus operandi in this episode. <laughs> oh wow! So he's got an arc. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fun. Um, yeah, I think that I, th- I I'm just getting the the feel of the room. I think that this week's uh, episode is going to be the feeling for this movie is a little more positive than last week. It has to be. Well, um, yeah, <laughs> more unilaterally positive. Yeah, just like the war in Iran. Yeah. Mm. Um, what did y'all watch this week? Yeah, Alec. Yeah. Uh, I watched a couple of things. Couple things. Two movies and a documentary series. Oh shit! Series. Series. Yes. Don't fuck with the cat or whatever it is. Everybody's watching. I oh, don't know what that is. That's something that they're advertising pretty heavily. I'm watching. Yeah. Um. Hold on, I'll pull up the name of the first movie, because... Don't worry, he won't get far on foot. Oh, the, the King Phoenix movie. I yes. wanted to watch that. Pretty what good. Is, what is that? Don't worry, he won't get far on foot. It's a uh, okay. biopic about John Callahan. This is the documentary series? No, this is just a movie. Oh. Yeah. Just a movie? Yeah. It's just a movie. It's not an Amazon original. Walking Phoenix has been a bunch of the Amazon originals. Yeah. He's very good. Um, this is about John Callahan, the heir to the break pad fortune. No, that's Tommy Callahan. <laughs> <laughs> they, didn't, Callahan. They, they didn't make their money on brake pads. They made their money on other things. The brake pad division was just coming online, you see. <laughs> noted, Is that uh, a Tommy Boy yeah, joke? Yeah, Jesus. Noted Tommy Boy. Store <laughs> Atlantic Tommy Boy scholar. Mm. Anyway. We're not bad. It's got Joaquin Phoenix. It's basically him. Yeah. He's he's most of the movie. That's most uh, of the movies he's in. Yeah, Rooney Mara's in it. Uh, Jonah Hill's in it. Jack Black's in it. But none of them are in it for like it's an interesting cast. Long is it a comedy? It's kind of a comedy. It's a dark comedy. Yeah, he uh, he's like Kevin a party. Hart's in it. What was that movie? <laughs> Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston, where you had to jerk Kevin, or Brian Cranston <laughs> off or whatever. 
Hey, that just came out on DVD. <laughs> that's Blu-ray. the plot of that movie? Yeah, yeah I forget the name. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Cranston's like Jeff Bezos, but he's like paraplegic, and yeah. then Kevin Hart jerks him off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. But he can't feel it. <laughs> yeah. Because he's paraplegic. Um, <laughs> the funny story about paraplegia, in this movie, Joaquin Phoenix becomes paraplegic. That's yeah. ho- always, actually, I think, quad, always hilarious. Quad, quad, <laughs> That's why the title's funny. Quadriplegic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. He, he become like it's a true story. Like it's based on a true story. He got right. He was in a car with a guy who was drunk driving. I mean, he was drunk too. Got in a car accident. He lost like use of below his neck. Oh, God. And he slowly regained some use of his arms. Right. And he became like a famous cartoonist. Oh. Like, doing like cartoons and like I know he was in New Yorker and like oh shit tons of uh tons what of. What was the guy's name? John, John, is either John or Joe Callahan? I really wish I could think of the, the guy's name, but he became that awful political cartoonist that makes Trump look all buff. Uh-oh. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about, Sean? Thinking, yeah. I was thinking of uh, that comic strip where it's like, underground comics from the 70s are so great. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> he turned into Robert Crow. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. Joaquin Phoenix is good. Everybody's good. It's on Amazon. Amazon. I don't think it got a wide release. It was just a uh, Amazon, Does, Amazon original release. Is there any nudity? Um, yeah, sweet. Um, Jack Black hangs down. Yes. No, you just see his butt. Cox, what do you think Jack Black's dick situation is? Well, I don't know. Probably reasonable. What's reasonable? Enough below average. Below average. Yeah. Okay. He hangs down. You know who's got a huge uh, dog? Who? John who? Hawks. Yes, yeah. John Hawks has a is, is enormous. It he's so skinny, and everything else looks big. Yeah. yeah, he's got an enormous penis. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Because he's got one of those movies where somebody you have to pay somebody to jerk him off. I think it's Helen Hunt. Yeah, yeah, he's got a huge penis. John Hawks. Yeah, from um, yeah. Winter's Bone. Yeah. You know, I know who it is. Yeah, he's great. He's got a movie on Netflix I've been meaning to watch for like three years now. It's called like True Crime. It's supposed to be awesome. Though. You're never gonna watch it. I know. I won't. I haven't yet. There's so many movies on Netflix that I see. And I'm I like, oh, I should watch that. But I if I don't watch it right away, then I'm. Ne- it's, it's in my list. I'm, that I'm so never turned gonna off watch by it. the pre-roll shit. I can't even like flip through Netflix half the time. The Witcher is becoming that. I know it's not a, sh- a movie, but it's just like I need to watch good. this. They are. <laughs> the, be- the, be- the best one they showed is like. What's the guy's real name? John Callahan. Callahan. There's a wheelchair in the middle of the desert, and there's two cops behind the wheelchair. Yeah. They're like, don't worry, he won't get far on foot. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, all that's through the desert. The credit, that's yeah, what the title yeah, of the movie comes yeah. from. It's, uh, that's why I have to It's good. I, I enjoyed it. It's not as good as a lot of the other stuff he's done lately. It's not as good as Sisters Brothers, or he was never really here, here or, Joker. or Joker. But he's good, like Joaquin Phoenix. Like I don't. I feel like... Oh, Unless trying. he deliberately gives a bad performance, like he's not going to give a bad performance anymore. He's at the point where he's oh, he's fantastic. in that like very top level of actors. Uh, yeah, he's not going to go actors back to, out there um, right now. Not exit through the gift shop. What the fuck is the name of that movie? Signed? No, with uh, Spike Jones. Uh, oh, I, that movie sucks. No. Yeah, that like fake, like documentary. fake documentary. Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah, that movie sucked. Anything that was else? Casey out? Affleck wasn't it? Yeah, oh, I Casey Affleck because they're like good, they're like good buddies. Right. Okay, it was awful. <clears throat> Um, I watched the Aaron Hernandez documentary. Ooh, oh, I wanted to watch that. On Netflix. It's really good. We got so many concussions, they turned queer. <laughs> Pretty much. That's what they imply. That's well, Sean's defense. They said he... Yeah. <laughs> Sean doesn't have the football background. No. <laughs> Don't let um, me go to sleep. Just keep sucking my dick. 
They said he was gay. His <laughs> gay was gay his whole life. Yeah, I, there's a and podcast like, series called Gladiator where they talk about it's all about him. The Boston, the spot. This is the first yeah. I've heard of this. He was gay. I didn't know he that. Like, he had was a gay. Like he had school. like he was like gay in high school. Right, good, for but him. he kept Who everything <laughs> hidden and buried because in the movie they actually say this. Like his lover said, if his dad found out, he would have slapped the faggot out of him. Jeez. Heavens. Like his dad was like Oy. big swinging dick in the town. He was yeah. like the high school football hero, college oh. football hero. Mm. And like there was so there, at one point they talk about like when he was a young kid, like five or six, like he had said he wanted to be a cheerleader just because he thought the cheerleaders looked like they were having fun. Sure. And he was like, no. Uh, no, that's fucking terrible. Absolutely not. So that led that that I mean, made him a homicidal man. But I saw a lot no, of I saw a lot of memes and stuff that like the seat. Oh, I'm sorry, but like his. Is it, I'm sorry. They, is it uh, is the same where his lover was like the quarterback on the team or something? They're yeah, both the, on the he was a quarterback and Hernandez was the tight end. Was yeah. it Tim Tebow? No, weren't they on the same Tim team? Tim Tebow in the college. They were in college. They were in the same. Oh, team. you married? Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Um. Was worth it. But yeah, there's like there are parts that drag because like t- them talking about some of like the aspects of the trials and stuff and like the evidence. Like, I don't think anybody in America didn't think he did it. Yeah, like, much, it was pretty clear. How much that did they he get did. into Belichick covering it up and like the Patriots? Or did they not dance around lot. it? They got into it for a little bit, but not a lot. Because the Gladiator, um, they go. You should listen to that. They go yeah. in deep on. <clears throat> I have to. I found that. I found it fascinating. Yeah. But like, is the podcast just called Gladiator? Yeah. <laughs> After he died, and he they sent his brain to get like examined, uh, examined yeah. for CTE, they said they had, he had the brain of like a fifty year old at twenty seven. That's mm. terrible. Yeah, he had, like, he had, his head had been smashed so many times. Ugh. That I mean that yeah, uh, that's just awful to hear. Don't let your kids play football. It's just stupid. Yes. I know. It's you know I like football, but like what, at what point is just like. What the, you know, like how many like, bad stories? Yeah, yeah. Like people and like Junior Seau and bad movies himself. because you had that stupid Will Smith movie. Tell them the truth. You know what? If oh. if football got canceled because that movie came out, I'd be fine with it because that movie sucked. We don't want another Will Smith movie coming out. We'll and not only that, football. but they're pretty sure the concussions also like have a tie to ALS because like so many foot like well, it has to be at ALS. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's. Sad and depressing, and also very interesting. Yeah, I had no idea. I, I mean, I'm not making a, a bit of it of it, but I, I had no idea that he was like homosexual. Yeah. And that, you know, again, like we've talked about this briefly in the show, like a, a couple of times. But like that whole like having to keep the veneer of being like super masculine, yeah. Yeah. and like at the same time like grappling with that, it's got to be awful. Like it's yeah. got to well, just be especially terrible when you're like professionally masculine. Well, they yeah. talk yeah. to. Uh, he would play for the Ryan O'Callaghan. Mm-hmm. He was a uh, offensive lineman for the Patriots, and I think he played with Aaron Hernandez. But he was gay. Yeah, and he, I mean he's gay. Sure, and he was gay all through playing. And he said like he literally like openly gay. No, well no, he came no, out. I don't at, think any came out man. after. I don't think any NFL player, active player, has been. Look, if Jeff Garcia out. didn't oh, come out, come out um, gay. The one guy, Sam, uh, what the hell? The, 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 the lineman for the Rams. He got. He never actually played. He played for like a year. Oh, I don't remember that. It was like or two, something? two or three years ago. Yeah, yeah. His name was Sam. He, he, yeah. You're right. He played for the Rams. He only played for like a year. Yeah, no, I don't remember that. Yeah, this is but very recently. This guy, he was talking. He was talking about how like 
he literally would, like in college, before he got to the pros and like had to keep in shape, he would just eat and keep himself out of shape. And just, just in enough shape to be able to play football and be as like fat and sloppy as he could so he had an excuse to not sleep with women. Yeah. Because they would think he was gross. That shit's fucking terrible. It is awful. It's fucking it's terrible. It's like absolutely terrible. Is, but uh, wasn't uh, Aaron Hernandez also in like gangs and shit? Isn't that where that whole like, that was, like that the was, leader of a gang? Isn't that where that whole murder or was that all drummed up? No, that's I think from from the documentary that was sure. drummed up. He was like got involved with some bad people, mm-hmm. but he wasn't like part of a gang. He like, was just pop. like <laughs> he was like I guess I don't know. He was. I think he was trying to like play tough, and yeah. he kind of yeah. got and like part of the yeah. part of the whole right. Again, it, it's for, tied up into his whole like being yeah. masculine. But it's really good, and the, it's three episodes that are each like an hour and five minutes long. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah, there's a one on Hulu too, but I think that's a TV series. It's on like what's the Crime Channel? True TV. One of them. Yeah. ID. Let's yeah, check it out. ID. Did uh did they get into like how much of an obnoxious fuck he was in the locker room? Because they talk about that a lot in the podcast too. He's just like super immature. Like they talk about how like he was immature like in his life. They didn't talk yeah. about it specifically okay. in the locker room. Michael Sam was the name of that. Yeah, yeah. Guy. Michael Sam. Anything well, else? I'll have to yeah. check that out. Uh, Sounds good. Sounds watch. really sad. It is. Um, God, that guy was a fucking monster. Like. Who? Uh, Aaron a Hernandez? football player in addition oh. to being an actual monster. Yeah. yeah, he like... I remember watching games where they would just put him at running back. Yeah. Like, Bill Belichick would be like, yeah, you're the running back for this next like two series. He's a beast. And he'd like run the ball like a running back, and he's like 6'3", 210 pounds, yeah. just running people just over. a freak. Yeah. He was an absolute monster. It's a genetic freak. Yeah, he's a real Scott Steiner. Yeah. <laughs> um, the third thing I watched... Speaking of homeless... <laughs> <laughs> He's wrestling again. He showed up on. Oh my god! Uh, TNA. TNA. Yeah, him and <laughs> him and RVD. Uh, the last thing I watched was Just Mercy. Yes, oh, yeah. a movie that I had to look up because I you like sent it you you sent it to our, our analog group text. I was like, what the hell is that? And I looked. I'm like, oh yeah, it's analog text is a letter. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I sent it by pigeon. I saw the trailer. I saw the trailer for that, and it looked good. It's very good. What is that a movie about? For those that don't know, it's uh, Michael B. Jordan is a kid who graduates law school and gets involved with a group that I forget the name of the EGI, the Equal Justice Initiative, or something like mm-hmm. that. Justice <laughs> gets uh gets funding to, like, set up shop in the South and help, like, review and defend death row inmates. What time period does this take place? The 80s, late 80s. Um, Jamie Foxx is on death row for a crime that he claims he didn't commit. He's really good. (laughs) Bad actor. He's he's very good in this movie. And he looks like a fucking weasel. Like, he put on a bunch of muscle. His shoulders are, like, huge. You know how I feel about Jamie Foxx. I know you do, but he can be good in things. He likes him in Baby Driver, right? He's good in... I've been up yet to see Baby Driver. Really? But, uh, yeah, I know he's I good know. in it. Michael B. Jordan's good in it. Michael B. He's, Jordan is great. He's just, yeah, he's Well, phenomenal. I got mixed up, because he's got a movie with Coogler coming out about, like, uh, some teaching scandal, where oh, Coogler's really? directing it, and Michael B. Jordan's starring in it, so when you're talking about it... The two of those are, uh, them paired together. It's just oh, yeah. gold. Make yes. Ooh, butt babies. Yeah. <laughs> um, is Ryan Coogler making Black Panther 2? I, I assume so. Uh, Maybe he'll get kicked he off for creative differences. He didn't make Creed too. That's like that true. for uh, yeah. someone else. They're making a movie about that Lori Laughlin like college scandal. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. 
Starring Michael so Jordan. So Lord. 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 Just like Mercy is solid. It is excellent. If I would have seen it last year, it would have been on the list. Wow. Like, wow. it's excellent. There is a scene in the middle. It's about ten minutes long. That, like, everybody in the theater was just in tears. It's so sad. Like, this movie is so outstanding. Weird. I recommend it to everybody. All right. Hey, it's a be wonderful. <laughs> All right. Um, Anything else, Rockefeller? No, other than, I mean, you can just assume every week I've watched, like, 20 Simpsons episodes. I have no in problem. In addition to I have no problem with whatever that. I talk about. Yeah, I'm up to season 14 now. All right, uh, who's next? Gogs. Uh, I watched two things. Two things? Uh, the first one was uh, 2019 uh, sleeper garbage, uh, Detective Pikachu. Oh, that did come out last year. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I felt like, for some reason, I tell you what, I know we talk about this all the time, but like certain things feel like they came out a hundred years ago. Yeah. Detective Pikachu, I would have said, ah, 2017. No, it was last year. It's oh. not good. You were excited for that movie. I thought, it was, I thought it had potential. I mean, it's not bad. It's just nonsensical, even for a Pokemon movie. And I feel like if I knew more about Pokemon, maybe I'd care more. I mean, it's got Ryan Reynolds in it. And Ryan Reynolds is like standard, like funny, is it kind of adulty. It is kind of adulty. It's got some funny bits to it, but it's just, the plot is ludicrous. And then it's like, I mean, from the trailer, like the I was kind of hoping it was like Who Framed Roger Rabbit with Pokemon. I think it was trying to go for that, but it's not as it's not as adulty as Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I'm just going to go ahead and say this right now: Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Solid banger. I have not oh, watched sure. that. I've, I've been meaning oh, to yeah. rewatch it since I got Disney Plus. I loved it back in the day. It's good. Yeah, yeah, it's very. Good. Um, but it's you know what's weird? Sorry, I just I just saw something about Who Framed. So. I, I know I, I, when book stuff comes up. So that was Who Framed Roger yeah, Rabbit book. is based on a book called Who Murdered Roger Rabbit or something Who like killed that. Who Roger killed Roger, Roger Rabbit. Rabbit? And it's very adult. Mm. But then the movie came out and everybody loved the movie. So the writer of the original book rewrote the book to make it fit with the, the movie. movie. Like, that's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Apparently, Eddie Murphy was supposed to be uh, Bob Hoskins. Is that right? Bob Hoskins killed Bob Hoskins was great in it. He passed on it, if I remember correctly, because he didn't get it. Mm. He didn't think animation and live action would love that. When I was a kid, I thought that movie was funny. It would be funny if it was like when uh, Sean Connery passed on uh, Matrix and did Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen. It would be funnier if. Oh, uh, he was supposed to be Morpheus, mm -hmm. right? Jesus Christ. We've still got all that comic book bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, if if, uh, Murphy passed on that to Cool World instead. (laughs) Sorry, Cogs. No, I mean it's it's, I mean it's supposed to be this kind of detective-y kind of noir thing, but it's sort it's sort of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but it's you know there's Pokemon in it, and then the the, the plot is just ludicrous. The plot is it doesn't make a lick of sense. He comes in and fixes the cable. Don't be fatuous, but uh, <laughs> it's got Bill Nighy in it, which I didn't think of. Of course he's in it. Bill Nighy's science guy. He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's in a lot of shit. And he's like, his like character like helped bring equality to the Pokemon. He's like the savior of humanity and Pokemon's relationships. What? But in the end, he wants to just turn everyone so into wait, Pokemon. Po- t- time out, time out. Go ahead. So, does this take place in the same world where like, ask Ass. Ass. Yeah, there's definitely ass. <laughs> no, does this take place in the same world that, like, Ash Ketchum lives? Or is Ash like... Ketchum is never... He is not in it explicitly, but there is a whole thing about how Pokemon have been around and people have been capturing them, and then there was tournament fighting with Pokemon, and then now we're in this... So Pokemon that... are, like, sentient beings? And Pokemon they're... in this world, in, they've created this one city 
where Pokemon and humans like live like together, and <laughs> no, every and, like you. every human in the entire like, city has a Pokemon it, that kind of just ills with them at all times. Is it like super dark about making them fight each other? No, they don't do the fighting anymore. <laughs> no, they talk about it. Yeah, they kind of treat it like that was a it's bad weird. thing. But they have like underground it's Pokemon like, it's like fighting. Pokemon meets like AI. Yeah, yeah. it's very weird. <laughs> Um, like Ryan Reynolds is funny. Is isn't it better it? than AI? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, is it better than that one scene in AI? That's awesome. No. Yeah, <laughs> we all know the one scene. But uh, it, it's you know it's got some funny bits in it. And the lead character guy's funny, but in general, it's just kind of it's kind of passive. Yeah, but schlock. your boy's in it. I know my boy's in it. Objectively handsome Ryan Reynolds. I'm talking about uh, fucking Ken Watanabe's in it. Isn't Ken Watanabe's oh, yeah, also you said that in while it. we were watching the movie. Objectively so handsome Ken Watanabe. <laughs> Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it is there and it is fine. Uh, another movie I watched, which is not fine, uh, was 1917, which what? was, you didn't like that? Oh, movie? I loved it. Oh, wow. It was like, it, try to keep up TJ. It was, I don't know, the way he phrased it, it was it's not fine. It's not fine. Not fine. Fair. That movie is, I, I don't know if I would have. I don't know if I would have picked up that whole one-shot look to it if I didn't know really? about it already. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. Okay. But since I was, like, hyper-aware of it, yeah. sitting in it, I was just... I would love to know how he shot that movie. Because some of those scenes in the trenches and some of the scenes moving through the barbed wire and moving through the water, sure. just even... It was beautiful. That movie is... Is it as good gorgeous. as that movie Bushwick that is also one-shot? That is David Batista. I have not seen that. I'm sure it's not as good as Bushwick. <laughs> it's, it's it's as good or better than Birdman, which is also a nah, one-shot. Well, that's incorrect, but okay. You don't You're, think it's better than Birdman? No, not even close. Okay. I was going to say, bring up Birdman, because I didn't realize those were all I, long takes I like until like halfway through. I like but I think Birdman's a far superior movie. I don't know, I really, maybe it's recency bias. But I, I mean, I like 1917 a lot. Again, I talked about it last week. I, I enjoyed it. I think it's a good movie, but I think Birdman's like a, like Birdman's like a better story. Like the, the yeah, yeah, 1917 is just like, it's a very simple story. It's like almost no story at all, but it's good. Again, I'm not, I, it sounds like, but like comparing it to something like Birdman that is one shot, but like tells like a much more, like complex, complex narrative. TJ, what do you hate so much about 1917? Uh, nothing. I, year. I, I, yeah. I hate that. It was a long I, time ago. There, I like the whole movie. Again, I talked to it. When they're in that French city that's being basically lit by flares. Love they it. Run it they, they, the way it's lit it's amazing. And that last it's scene. It's lit, fam. It's lit, fam. There's, a, the, there's one scene where this guy's running across this battlefield and it is bananas. <laughs> and this movie is tense. I, I, All right, there's one. I guess it's a slight spoiler. Yeah, don't spoil it for me. Our lead, our lead character gets shot at one point in the movie, mm-hmm. but and he gets knocked out. Mm-hmm. But then he just wakes up and there's like, where did he get shot? Got, his head got grazed. Is that what happened? Because mm-hmm. he gets gets treated for that. Okay. Because um, I was like, what? No, he got like winged. Um, okay. There's a and and the other thing about this being like one shot. I know there's editing and other CGI stuff, but there's one scene where somebody editing, there's yeah. one scene where somebody gets. They get stabbed and they're dying on screen. And oh, over the, that's amazing! And over yeah. the course of it happening, you see the it's, color leave the yeah. guy's face, and it's, it a, it's incredible. It's, it's incredible, it's yeah. amazing. Um, I don't know how they did that effect, but it looks. It's, it's, I guess it's all post stuff, but it, it looks had to amazing. Been, but it, I was just fucking struck by it. Yeah, it looks um, incredible. I totally agree. There's some just big, like, and you mentioned it last week, but I'm just gonna touch on it again. Like the sure. the, the movie. 
this isn't a spoiler, but the movie opens with these two soldiers that are getting this mission assignment, and they're laying in a fucking beautiful green field. Like, it's, like, it's bucolic. It's wonderful. And then you follow the fucking, you follow the fucking, them going to the front line, and it's a 15 minute walk, because you're there in real time, and then they are on a hellscape. Yeah. Well, that's what I was talking about a little bit. Like, when they get over the over line, the top, it's like, oh, it's just It's just pits. And rats and water and barbed wire and old trees and dead horses well, and that's it. It reminded me of so like um, I'm, I think I probably said this before, but Tolkien, like the his inspiration for Mordor was his World experiences in World War One. He was at sense. the Battle of Verdun. Wow. And his like the way he described Mordor came from what he saw at those battlefields. So like I thought that was a pretty accurate. Like well, I don't know if it was accurate, but I thought that that I thought that that like vista. Was perfect. Like it looked horrible. It looked like hell. No, like, it was it was a nightmare. But not like over the top either. Not like no, a lot of bullshit. No, not like, like doom. But yeah, like, right. but it was like I it can't was wait a, for Doom Eternal. Oh no, yeah. So I, I do have a question. Do, do we know where the movie was filmed? Like where they actually filmed all these trenches in, and all this in real shit? life? Yeah, yeah I, no, I'm not sure. So I'm sure somewhere in London or you France. Think? Okay. Because he's British and everybody's British. Well, the movie—I sure mean, the movie, movie takes place in France. So. The movie takes place in France. Yeah, but right. I don't know exactly where they shot it. They in. fucked up somebody's field pretty bad. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> but it's fucking cool. It might have been a set as far as I don't know. Crazy I, thought was, I thought it was interesting that it was—it was all inspired by it, stories his, his grandfather, grandfather told. Or, yeah, yeah um, I thought that was cool. But uh, but it's not based on a true story. But I'm sure it's like an amalgam of tales. Yeah, but I enjoyed I, it. I enjoyed it a lot. I loved it. I thought the guy. I thought the main character. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything before. I thought he was wonderful. You know who the other guy is? The yeah, he's Tommen. Yeah, I had no idea. And then Rob Stark's in it. Yeah, he shows up at the end. Yeah. And then you get, yeah, you do get these little minor. You get a little Benedict Cumberbatch. You get a little Mark Strong. And you get a little, and you get a little uh, Colin Firth. I had no idea that it was Colin Firth until it, Alec pointed it out last week. I was yeah, like, they, they heavy make it to him up or something. He did not look like Colin He Firth. sounds like him, though. Yeah, no, it, it's him. It's obviously him. But I, I absolutely loved it. I really I enjoyed it. It was... It, I think if it... Did it... It's not better than Dunkirk, though, right? No, it's not better than Dunkirk. But I think it would have made... We can agree on that. I, I don't... Did it come out technically last year? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it would have been in my top five or not, but Christmas it would have been in the running... It, did it get nominated for Academies? It got nominated for Best Picture. Oh. It got nominated for ten. It shouldn't win Best Picture. It should win editing. Mm. Agreed. They didn't even have to edit. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's all one shot. I thought anything editing, else editing and cinematography should get it should get. I agree. Looks at I certainly. Should. I don't know if it's Best Picture, but it's certainly up there. Like it's the te- technically, it's marvelous. It's definitely good. It's a very good movie. But I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, Chong. Uh, I watched one thing. One, one thing. I watched Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Oh my! I have never heard of it. Um, Wait, time out. Are you pro Phantom Menace? Is the only good one of the new of the prequels? I think we're the ones that. Uh, that's my opinion. Not not I good. The, not good one. But it's the only one that has any redeeming qualities. Of I the thought other. Revenge of the Sith was the one people thought. No, that's the one I think. Is. The one I think that I think that uh, I don't think any of them are good. But I think Phantom Menace has the most. Redeeming qualities out of any of the three. Um, it's uh, just gonna get that song and put your name in. Well, I, yes, it's like I watched the last TJ, few episodes of the TJ, Mandalorian. TJ, yeah. Stamble, TJ, 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 Stamble, TJ, Stamble, yeah, TJ, Stamble, TJ, Stamble, TJ. <laughs> it works out. It's great. Um, I watched the last few episodes of the Mandalorian. I was like, well, I got 
What else can I watch? And it pops it up right after yeah, it's well, over. It's on there. It's like, well, I can't watch any of the original movies because they're all the special editions. I'm like, <laughs> let me put this on. Let me see. Because I haven't watched it in fucking Yeah, you haven't watched it. I watched it a long time. And so. I mean, I was high as a British lord. So, like, <laughs> I couldn't, but I couldn't, like, not, I was, like, like, Ludovecchio fixed to the movie. Like, it's just like my eyelids were just, like, peeled back and I just... We talk about movies being boring a lot. Oh, yeah. That movie is, like, an achievement in boredom. And, like, I forgot how much the Nemoidians are actually in the movie. It's all about tax avoidance, isn't What's it? What's a yeah, Nemoidian? Nem- oh, the Viceroy people? Yeah. That's what those guys are yeah. called? The Nemoidians? Um, and, like, the fact that nobody was like, hey, George, uh... <laughs> you think they're gonna be on the time? a brocade? Like, it's... It a, sounds like King Gogs is Kim Watson. It's Watanabe. really bad. Yeah, oh, it's bad. Take a tool on a couple four. <laughs> um... It's not quite those two robots from that Transformers movie, but it's pretty bad. I think pretty it's worse. Bad. Yeah, it might be worse. It's so boring. The movie's like four hours long. What about the pod racing? No, that sucks too. It's all just like CGI <laughs> garbage. Like, it is like, of all the CGI besides the Blade 2 Ninja fight, I can think of it's like it holds up the least. Oh, it's bad. Um, it's just... Uh, you and the... Blah, 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 have a symbiotic relationship. Surely you must understand. Uh, like, well, Lucas can't write. Well, it's like two hours before they even meet the kid, and the kid's like supposed to be the main character of the movie. Yeah. I'm well, Angel. I heard it. Talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> chop chowa. Well, I think Red Letter points it out that there is no main character yeah. in that movie. And the kid is terrible. Oh, he's bad. that ru- that kid's life got ruined oh, by his that performance. Movie. Ruined my life. Yeah. So you know what, potato potato. It's like when Jar Jar Binks is like the third least racist. Also, guy. can we like stop as fucking nerds? Like, have you seen all that bullshit where it's like the guy that played Jar Jar Binks? Like, I don't know, committed. Yeah, I brought this up before. Is that like she meets? Him and she's like <laughs> old enough to drive, and he's like a baby. Yeah, I knew Al Yankovic goes over that very well. I've said, said it before, but like <laughs> that the thing is, a better Star Wars movie. Than <laughs> like, like, I, the, like I Anakin should have been Anakin should have been the same age as Padme in that movie, yeah. or at least within like a year or so. Striking distance, yeah. Padme's like 24, yeah. and Anakin's six. Well, maybe it's a time dilation thing because they're on different planets. Oh. She's like at least 15. Yeah. Yeah, he's nine like, and she's fourteen. I'm an elected queen, and it's just like it's just a fucking mess. The movie yeah. is a complete mess, <laughs> and he makes C-3PO. Like everybody looks. Oh, I super hated that. Bored. I forgot about that. But C-3PO doesn't remember any of this bullshit. Why like, did they ever explain that? I don't remember. Like, why? I don't remember or care. Yeah, he got his mind wiped in the new one. Yeah, and then he mind wiped him. Still with scene. By Alex's favorite character, Baba Frink or yeah, Babu Frick. <laughs> I really wish you sounded like that. Dude, can we, when it comes out, can we redub it? I've never been so excited to see a movie when I saw The Phantom Menace. Oh, and I, I waited like, in line for that shit. I think shit. I saw it the week after The Matrix came, because they came out like really came close. came out very close. I was painted up like fucking Darth Maul. I, I waited out in Owensville's Mall in line to see it. Yeah. Remember remember Dan Wachter had gone to... He oh, cut, I remember. He cut school, yeah, and he helped work. them... He helped them unload all the promotional materials like at the movie theater. Cups or something? No, he was at, he was at the movie theater up in Eldersburg. He's helping them unload all of the and he stole. Stuff. Like, he stole a case of the like promotional <laughs> cups, like the stuff. He like, threw them back to school and giving them. He out was handing them out in the parking lot. Fucking <laughs> losers. 
But, but like the cutouts from that, I remember working at Martin's mm-hmm. and like the Mesa Windu cutout. I remember and the, uh, all the cutouts from that, like the Pepsi promotional ones or like the yeah. life size ones. Like people were calling dibs on them and selling them for like hundreds of dollars. And then we, then you saw the move. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I was never huge into Star Wars, and I saw that. And I, I never was, got huge into. Star Wars. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. I was so excited for that movie, and then, and and you know what? I'll, I'll even go. You know, the most disappointing thing for me was hmm. that awesome Naboo Starcraft. Oh yeah. That they had that was in like the. Uh, space racing game and I'd always pick that because yeah. it looked the coolest yeah. it was the worst fucking thing to pick well, I always lose to I, Gogs I'm gonna go ahead and say this I left that theater after seeing it liking it yeah I was like I was I had some amped. weird like I don't was know it just like yeah I a think euphoric high from you were post coital yeah were to, you were just yeah. everything was fine that's exactly what I walked out of it happy we were like, so that was awesome we were also 18 when that movie came out yeah mm. we're stupid yeah uh, anything else, Sean? Not uh, fully formed. No, no, Did you have any other thoughts on the Phantom Menace? No, I mean, it's just like... What it, was the Phantom Menace? Uh, Darth Maul. friends we made along the way? Oh, oh shit. I thought um, it was Darth Sidious. Like, the whole... I'm sure we talked about it before. This whole, like, uh... Retcon that, like, they're actually good, and it's just like they're not. Who's actually... Oh, the... the you mean the, the meta... Yeah. Uh, retcon, yeah. They're not good. No. None of them are good. No. No, all movies are terrible. Who's Most that? Star Wars movies are bad. Most yeah. Star Wars movies yeah. are bad. The majority <laughs> of them are bad, unfortunately. There's two good ones? There are four good ones. Thank you. I'll go five. Three and a half. What's the five? I'll, I'll, the original trilogy, yes. Rogue One, yes. and The Force Awakens. Nah, Force Awakens is tainted because of the, the other two were so bad. Uh-huh doesn't count. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I only think half of Return of the Jedi is a good movie. Yeah, I like Return of the Jedi. They just, half that movie is them just fucking dicking around on the forest moon of Endor doing fucking nothing. Well, that's what I want to be. I want That's <laughs> what I want to do. I want to be, be a, a lazy Jedi. Yeah, yeah. I want to be a teddy bear with a spear. Alright, who's next? You. I watched two pieces of shit. Uh, one with Nick Cage and one without Nick Cage. Which one do y'all want to hear about Nick first? Without. Okay. Sean? Uh, Tiebreaker. Alec. Nick Cage. Uh, I watched The Color Out of Space by Richard Stanley. Who watched... You I watched... Uh, well, I watched Lost Soul. Yeah. I've been, I wanted to watch that Dust Devil movie he's made. I've never seen that. I have seen Horror... You know the Vacuum? I think so. It's a, no, it's about <laughs> the... Dirt Devil. Oh! <laughs> It's about the butthole surfer song. Anybody? Goddamn. That is I'm a, a surfer. That is a reference. <laughs> <laughs> the only way I, the reason I even know what the butthole surfer is is because of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Not because of Rod and Todd? And, no. I'm a surfer. I don't remember that. Uh, Dust Devil. Oh, yeah. Dust Devil. Not stupid. Here, here's a, here's a even, here's an even bigger fucking reference uh, that maybe y'all get. So do y'all remember when Nintendo decided to put blood in Mortal Kombat? Yeah. There was a song... They put under that thing where it's like Nintendo's fucking adult now. We got that 3D FX game, and we got uh, Mortal Kombat 2 with blood. It was Dust Devil by fucking Butthole Servers. Wow. Or no, I'm sorry. It was uh, who was in my room last night, not Dust Devil. But anyway, sorry, Butthole Servers. Regardless, mm. uh, I watched a movie called The Color Out of Space, which is based on a story I really love by H.P. Lovecraft. It's a cool story. You've read the story, yeah. yeah. You actually just went. It's one of the better Lovecraft stories. Uh, it's a very simple story about a farmer that uh, meteor that a meteor hits his backyard and, and mutates his family. Yeah. And then there's this guy that's uh, doing a survey for the water company. 
and he discovers all this horror in the farm, and that's kind of the whole story. That's it. That's really it. Uh, it's great. This movie uh, has Nicolas Cage and his yuppie wife. They are like uh, suburbanites that have like relocated to the. the is anybody in the else in the movie besides Nick Cage anybody of note, or is it just? Um, no. No, I recognize the wife, but she's been like on a TV stuff. I can't Ooh. think of her name. James Earl stuff. Jones. What's that? James Earl Jones. No. Um, What's the name of the movie? This it's called Color the Color Out, Out of Space. Space. But the the problem with the movie is they add like I don't know why a lot of adaptations feel the need to do this. The Lovecraft story one, it's a short story, and two, it's very simple. Like it's a very A to B storyline. It's very easy to to adapt. I mean, I feel like reading that story, it writes itself. But they add a bunch of shit. They add, yeah. they add a daughter. Nicholas Cage's daughter is like into like witchcraft, and then the son is like a slacker. Then they have another kid that's named like Jimbo Jack or some bullshit. Like it's like uh, like the sandwich. No, it's like the fucking what was the name of uh, the kid in Twin Peaks? Uh, the fucking Jim- Wally Brando. No, no, the other one, the one that was. Uh, uh, Cooper's like the retarded Cooper's kid. It was like Jim Jim oh, or Jack Jack or Sunny Jim. Sunny Jim. <laughs> Sunny Jim. Anyway, there's just too much bullshit in this movie, and it takes forever to get to like the wacky parts. And by the time it gets to the wacky parts, like I don't care. Uh, Nicholas Cage does his Nicholas Cage shit where there's like weird line readings for no reason, and at one point his wife cuts off her fingers, and they. They come back from the hospital, and Nick Cage is singing opera for no reason. Is he banging a girl who's reading his book? No. Nothing is as good as that fucking movie. Mm. Uh, it's just really, really boring, and, like, you just want it to end. Like, it's not fun or funny. Like It's not fun. It's not, it's not like Mandy, where it's just, like, totally insane. It's just, like, it's, like, half measures of insanity. Uh, I read today that Richard Stanley is going to make uh, another Lovecraft movie that's going to be part of his, like, Lovecraft-verse that's basically going to continue this movie. I'm like, no, stop. I really did not like this at all. And again, I love... I mean, hardware is great. You know, Richard Stanley is a guy that has a vision, I thought, and this is just really boring. Uh, Nick Cage, I thought, was going to be fun, because, I mean, we've been kind of in a Rick Cage, uh, Nick cage sense. With uh, mom and dad, and yeah, but he's still making like a ton oh, of direct to video that we are watching. Yeah. Elijah Woods in this. He produced it. Oh. He's one of the producers. Do you think if you weren't so um, fond of the source material, you would have the same opinion? It's just a bad movie. Yeah, I think so. Because it's it's here's the thing, man. Like, even if like you've never read The Color Out of Space, like you've seen a thousand movies where a meteor comes in, crashes, and makes shit weird. I mean, that's yeah. Men in Black, The Blob. It's, it's a thousand movie. I mean, people have aped off that story for years. So, like, you understand the basic concept of that story, and it takes forever. And it's funny, too, because, like, they try to do the thing where they're, like, the, the family doesn't understand about the passage of time or, like, you know, what what's happening? How long has this happened? But, like, they don't illustrate that to the viewer, so it doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? Like... I will say, like, recently a movie that I've watched that does that, that, that fucks with the viewer because it's so confusing, you don't know what the hell's going on, is The Lighthouse. Like, there's that scene where, you know, it's in the trailer, where Will and Defoe's like, how long have we been here? A six week? Days. Right. Six weeks. But that movie's, like, confusing. So you don't know if if Will and Defoe's character is gaslighting uh, what's-his-name or not, or, like, it's if they... lighting back then. Or if they... <laughs> 
But, like, this movie is just like, we don't know what time. It's literally just the worst part of storytelling where the characters are just telling you things and you're it's like. Set in modern times? Yeah. Again, another mistake. Because it's like, why? You should have said, like, The Witch or something. Well, why like, not? Yeah. The original story takes place in, like, the 20s. 18, why don't you yeah. just make it in the 20s? I don't know. It's really bad. There's one really great practical effect where the wife and the kid get mutated together that looks really good. Yuck. But the rest of the movie just sucks. It's, the wife is from Nip Tuck. I, okay. And I, Event Horizon. Oh, okay. I, I definitely recognized her, but I couldn't place her name. It's awful. I do not recommend it. I was. It's a shame because I was looking forward to it. It sucks. Uh, the next movie I watched was Motherless Brooklyn, which is a movie made for... Uh, Free cable, <laughs> for not like non-pay. I don't know how to call it. It was it like I it's saw the trailer. And it just seemed like an Ed Norton shameless grab to try to figure out a way to get nominated for an uh, for an award. And you would be correct. <clears throat> it's exactly it what it like, is. It looked not great. Is this because he wrote, Norton? directed, produced, starred? Yep, he did everything with this. Is this Edward Norton, autistic detective? Yes. Okay. And Ed Norton's uh, handicap is plot dependent. Like, so he's got, like, I guess, I don't know, I, I don't mean to be insensitive, but he's got, I guess, Tourette's. Like, yeah. he's got, like, ticks and stuff. Okay. Like, like he'll, like, somebody will say something. Yuck. Somebody will say something, and the then he'll have to, like, say, like, he says it in the character, in, his character says, if he hears something, he's got to say it to himself, like, out loud, or not to himself, but he has to say it out loud until it makes sense. So if you say, like, up. if you say, like, I don't know, I went to the store, he's got to be like, like back to the store, back to the or like so weird shit like that. But like Rain Man, yeah, I get sure. But but the problem is is that like he explains in the beginning that he can't control it, and then like when there's moments where he would definitely need to control it, he does, and then it's like it's very, it's very lame. And the other thing is that he directed it, like Alex just said, it's shot so boring. Like, I will talk about it a little bit later, but we, we watched the movie tonight that's fucking weird, yeah. but it's shot weird, and it's like, if nothing else, like, the shot composition of that movie, the movie we just watched, is interesting. Yeah. Like, the stuff, like, everything in this movie is just framed like a really boring TV show. It's also supposed to take place in the, it's like a film noir, so it's supposed to take place, you know, in the, the post-war America, but it, like, I'm not... Like there's ever been a post-war America? Well, I'm not trying to say, well, yeah, I know, but you know what I mean. I'm trying to say, like, you don't have to put, like, a fucking blue filter over everything, yeah. but you gotta do something. It just doesn't look right. Uh, everybody's performance is really flat. Um, Except for his. Ed Norton's performance is just bad. It's just overdone. I And also, the story is a story you've seen a thousand times. It's basically, like, low-rent Chinatown. Because it's about the city planner who's basically gentrifying Brooklyn to, like, make money. It's like I've seen that before. I'm shocked that like he was in Birdman because he's apparently like poison. Like nobody wants to. Deal nobody with wants him. to work with him. Yeah. Um, so it makes it, sense. It's got an amazing cast that he totally squandered. Willem Dafoe's in it. Alec Baldwin's in it. Uh, uh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Bruce 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 Willis. Really. Bruce Willis is in it for his two million dollars, and I'll be here for four hours because yeah. he's in it for a scene and dies. Uh, uh, what's her name? Leslie Mann. Uh, that that's Judd Apatow's yeah. wife, right? Yeah. Uh, she's Ooh, in it. She's like an interesting choice to be in a. She's really, she's movie. really bad in it. What's she's up? doing? Her like she's doing like her Harlequin voice, and Ooh. it's bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, that that's in, e? what's that guy that's in? What's that guy that's in Boardwalk Empire that's got the huge penis? 
He oh, was the Bobby dad. Cannavale. Yeah, he's in it. I like him. And I, every time I see him, I'm like, that guy's got a huge penis. Um, but it's terrible. And it's long. It's like 225. Oof. And I like, so like, Oof. I watched this movie by myself. Was it the Redux? I did the movie, the podcast thing, where I was like, is this close to being over yet? I was halfway through the movie. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. It's just so just long. Up. I didn't. I watched the whole fucking thing. I fell asleep through about 20 minutes of it, but I did watch the majority of this film, and it's not great. I, I said it before, and I'll say it again. This is a movie that's made for what, like, you're going to see this movie in waiting rooms for years to come. This is like... like waiting for jury duty. That's yeah, this is the movie. This is the movie that you're going to see on an airplane or on a bus or, all, like, waiting to get your oil changed. This will be on TBS... Till the end of time. Wait, what's it called again? Motherless Brooklyn. It's like that uh, Ben Affleck movie where he's got the hat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't know. And the other thing is, I read up a little bit about the movie after I watched it, and apparently it's based on a very popular book of the same name uh, that came out in, like, the early 90s. But the book takes place in the 90s, and for some reason Ed Norton decided to make it, like, in the 50s. Is it like a Dennis Lehane book? And it's like, like I, I've never read it. I don't read books. I'm not, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, but, uh, voting is kind of <laughs> yeah. but anyway, don't motherless Bro- Brooklyn is terrible. I will say though, to today on the, on the certain sites, a waves popped up, which I'm really excited to watch. That's the a 24 movie with uh Sterling K oh, Brown yeah, yeah, yeah. and it looks really good. I'm excited. I'll, I'll have a report back on that next <coughs> week. And, uh, yeah, so that's all I watched. So let's talk about the movie we watched tonight, guys. Hey guys, explain what happens in peach lady and shark man. Um, it's shark. Shark boy, lava girl. Shark skin man and, and peach hip girl. So, uh, also that title does. I don't. Well, well shark the shark skin suit. That's the suit. But where does peach hip? Uh, Maybe that's her outfit. I don't know. She's wearing like got that. She got that peach. She looks. She's she's very attractive. I don't know if she has that peach though. No, not known to for her people. So, <laughs> so that Japanese girls, you don't got big butts. <laughs> Do squats, Japan. No. So, <laughs> so uh, the movie opens with a young lady and her boyfriend going to the bank to get you know, a whole bunch of money out, and I guess dip. And she had like close to a million yen, a uh, hundred million yen. I thought it was nine hundred eight million or nine hundred eight thousand yen. It doesn't matter. It's a doesn't lot matter. of money. So she's going to the bank to get a whole bunch of cash. And she goes to the bank, finds out she doesn't have any cash. <laughs> so, and then she calls she her creepy. She She calls her creepy uncle and is like, yo, where's all my money? He's like, I invested it in throwing it away. And now you're forever my slave, which I'm going to try and marry, maybe? And then she ends up being sort of uh, a witness to a robbery. Uh, Two months pass by, and you're introduced to a bevy of assassins and sort of dressed-up miscreants who are trying to hunt down Kakihara from Ichi the Killer. Uh, oh, yeah, the way, I, the way you said that, I was like, what? And the, everyone's got their bit, like there's a baseball guy bit, there's a knife guy bit, there's a... There's a guy who can sniff people out in his white tracksuit bit. Who's not a who's not a child? Who he is has pubic he has, hair? Well, no, he's a child with pubic hair, is what he says. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there's a lady whose cigarette he's always lighting. <laughs> there's uh, 
there's a bald guy. There's another dude. There's another dork. There's pause, a suit pause man. Real quick. I, I'm sorry. We were talking about Japanese girls' asses. Yeah. So today I was on Reddit and there's a I'm on a Japanese porn subreddit. Okay. And their titles are the best. Uh, this is a, a title for one video. Yeah. Is this Jav preview? What are we on yeah. here? This, this is it. During a business trip, this is the title. This is the title. The titles are amazing. During a business trip, I ended up being stuck in the same hotel room as two slutty female bosses <laughs> with big asses! Exclamation! <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't allow me to work <laughs> and turn me into their cowgirl sex slave and cream pie machine! Exclamation point. This is still so the these two girls have to have big asses. Wait, is that all? That the is title? all the title. How do you go to a store to ask for that? <laughs> I guess they never got that memo about brevity in Japan. Yeah. Sorry, I just... It'll do the when you said we were talking about Japanese yeah. girls' asses, I was like, a light bulb went off my head. So, uh, this whole squadron of assassins are looking to uh, get uh, Kakihora because you find out he ripped off the... He ripped off... <laughs> he's a Yakuza heavy or something, and he ripped off his boss and took a whole bunch of money. <laughs> So then the movie shows up. I've seen that image before. <laughs> the movie then reveals that he's just plowing some ladies and then cross cuts with this girl who's now trying to escape her creepy uncle. Yeah. Uh, af- during his lady plowings, he almost gets killed by a knife throwing guy who is obsessed with old timey advertising posters. Yeah, that's a um, fun scene. They're enamel. He's like, he's like my grandma, like the, his, his like other, his like uh, henchman guy. He's like, oh, my grandmother had some of those. He's like, what are you implying? So, <laughs> basically, uh, a weird car chase through the woods happens, and then Kakihara and this girl's uh, paths get crossed, and for the rest of the movie, they're kind of in it together. So they, they're hiding out One away from. Say this they were in it to, to win, win it. it. So they're go big or go home. So they are running away from the mob. The mob is hunting them down. Go big and go home. (laughs) They're uh, they're running away from the mob, and people are getting clipped or beat up or whatever. And so a bunch of the movie is the mob looking for them by waiting in a hotel lobby, Uh, and then the uncle is also trying to find his. Uh, runaway niece so he can marry her and bang her in his weird hidden sex dungeon. Which has like pictures of her all over the it's wall. It's got like panties yeah, and bags and stuff. Weird, yeah. And he has hired two people himself to hunt her down. But the one guy is like... Is a the, lunatic. The, the one guy is, I would say, the star of the film. Like, he's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, Yama, Yamamoto? Is Yamada. That his? Yamada. Yamada, that's it. Yamada. Yeah. So... Y A M A D A Yamada. Yamada is incredible. What is Kagahara's name in this movie? It's like uh, Sam S- Sam Hera or something like something that. Something like Some, that. So yeah. he, they're they're off gallivanting in stolen Corvettes and doing whatever, and they're being hunted down by this Yamada guy and various assassins. Um, eventually, they end up uh, trying to skip town, get a bunch of fake passports. That results in a double cross where the girl gets handed over and everyone has to go back to the hotel. You missed that the, there was a, a amazing like fashion montage moment in, the, right. in there, yeah. Uh, and then you end up with uh, the big confrontation. People get hit with bats, and then you have a you sort of a really uh, a botched Splinter Cell esque shootout, which is amazing. Uh, and then everyone kind of. Gets clipped in the Well, woods. the amazing part is that the guy, it's the goofy assassin, 
the Yamada again. He does work. He has he has these he's got these splinter cell night vision goggles, so he thinks he's he has this fantasy in his mind. He's gonna break in there and kill them all. He also because, throws the main switch, which turns off the lights that's in the room he's in. Yeah. <laughs> So he thinks he's going to get the drop on him, then he opens it up, and it's all white, because they have the lights on. But he still manages to, like, basically, mercilessly, like, he kills them with no, like, hesitation. It's great. Now, he dies in the process, but, like... turns out he was a good assassin. The way it's it's shot is amazing, because he's literally in, like, one pose. Every time they cut, they just cut back, and he's in one pose, just shooting everybody. But, like, they cut back to him, and he's got, like... More blood. He's got like knives in, but he's still in the same pose shooting him. I love that. I thought that was great. Uh, And then the movie. Yeah, his KD ratio was thick. Oh yeah. And then the movie ends, I guess, with Kakihara and the girl getting away together. Her creepy uncle's dead. All the mobsters are dead. They presumably have the money. And then you get sort of this weird. No, no, Kakihara died. He got killed. Did he get clipped too? Yeah, he got yeah. killed. He died in that tree. So she she gets away. She get, does she have the money? I don't remember if she's get the money. Because the movie ends... The weird, the movie has a weird coda. The movie definitely like, has a weird coda where it decides to... You find out that uh, one of the guys that was working for all the assassins was really helping the two of them out the whole time. Yeah. It's a weird way to end the movie. I don't really... He wasn't helping the two of them out the whole yeah, time. Yeah, that was the whole point. He's He was the other bank robber. Yeah. He was the other bank robber, but he... I guess he because that's what his he whole picked thing her is. Up and then let her go instead yeah. of taking because that happens in the movie. Right when he picks her up and lets her go, then how does she end up back at the hotel? I don't know. They're not that far from public transportation. Yeah. So did she get scooped up and like get captured by they the uncle? They didn't show yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, he also rapes her while wearing her bra. Yeah, that's crazy. Not not the guy that picked her up. The yeah. uncle. No, the uncle. Yeah. Um, and then it just ends. Yeah. She smashes her uncle's head in with a boombox. Yeah, yeah, that, is correct. that was awesome. Um, the movie's bonkers. It's super insane, but it's like it's like grounded in some form of reality. Bonkers. It's bonkers, but it has that issue where like it has kind of a saggy middle. It does, it does. have a little it bit of slow, saggy. It middle. slows down in the middle. It opens kind of nuts. This is like the most hilariously edited movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Like all these weird jump cuts, and they're all done for effect, but there's like a shitload of it, them. It's almost and only they're very jump sloppy. Cuts. Yeah, too. oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But they see, it seems like intentionally it's yeah, but it's sloppy. It's really Got funny. Sloppy. 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 The opening credits are great where they introduce all the different assassins. Yeah. And their gimmicks. Yeah. And there's like car, there's like animation underneath of all yeah. of them, and yeah, it's great. It looks like that like hot rod rat or whatever. Yeah. Like, there's like thing. a lot of like yeah. a, a lot of this movie reminded me a little bit of Wild Zero with like the like jangly like rock music yeah. playing through a lot of it, and like. But it's not as good as Wild Zero. It's not as good as Wild Zero. It maybe it made me think of like your rock and rollers or your. Uh, it's like very Tarantino esque. Yeah, it's it, very it's Tarantino the, like. When we always talk about like that, like fucking swath of fake Tarantino movies that came yeah. out after Pulp Fiction, this is like the higher end of those. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, I don't know anything else we want to talk about before we get into Five Knuckle Shuffles. We kind of covered everything. I mean, it's just, dope. the soundtrack is dope. I mean, it's simple. There's some there's some funny bits. There's a bit where there's the, some parts the, in this movie that are flat this, out. This like this this Yamada, this goofball assassin is trying to get the girl back for the creepy hotel owner. Uh, he follows. Kakihara's character into the bathroom (laughs) and he's got ready to like draw he's got like a pair of jeans they're like carpenter jeans that have like 
a holster built into the yeah. side. Yeah. He's waiting to draw down on well, the him. The pants are way too long, so the cuffs are like up to the middle of his shins. Also, the, before that scene, so when he pulls up on them to find out, so he has he has this hilariously tiny car, but he also has like this weird ass like surveillance ham radio set up in his he's car. He's also like muttering to himself like Cornholio the yeah. whole time he's driving. Well, I don't know. I, for for those of you that read the book Snow Crash, he's he looks like his car looks like what's described as a raven in yeah. that book, like a guy that's just like taking in information all the time. Right. And also when he gets out of the car and finds them, the reason you by the, accident. The reason he finds them is because it's framed by his little tiny arms, or like it frames them perfectly. It's, well, he's getting out of the car and he's stretching, hysterical. and all of a sudden he just happens to be. It's, yeah. it's so funny. And like the, the bathroom doors are so dense; they eat like they eat four rounds, nine millimeter yeah. rounds. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I thought like when they did that, that he'd be in the next stall. But yeah. no, the, they just took all the rounds. Yeah. But then, like, well, Kaki Howard, they're waiting to shoot him through the stall, and a, like a business <laughs> a salaryman comes out of the next stall and just sees him like he's like crouched, like ready to pounce. He's like a gunfighter. He's got like, his hand, his hand like, right by his hip, and he doesn't react to the guy coming out of the other stall. The other guy's just like, uh, right. excuse me. <laughs> Can I slide by real quick? There's also a great like jump cut where they go to steal a Corvette <laughs> and they beat up the Oh I love that. and then there's a jump cut to the mob has also come by and beat the, <laughs> the same business guy. Man. Yeah. But they don't show it. It's no. literally just like click, click, yeah. and he's like it's bloodier and bloodier each time. But in that bathroom scene, the guy's trying to kill him. Yeah. Kill Kakehara or whatever his name is. Yeah. And instead of like exacting his revenge, he pulls him into the stall and has a conversation with him. He's like, I like you. And he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, yeah. and, then, and then by the end of that scene, he becomes an ally yeah. to them. He's yeah. like, have your gun back. He's like, Pick a song, you sing it. When you're done, you can come yeah. out of the stall. And he just starts. It's a oh, and weird cowboy and this, song. This has one of the best like codas to a whole scene because he's sitting there singing this song. Two other guys go in to take a <laughs> piss, and they're like, "What's wrong with this guy?" And the guy's like, "I don't know. He's some kind of retard." <laughs> <laughs> there works, yeah. and he comes out of the guy, the killer comes out of the stall, and again, this guy, I to describe this guy as eccentric and weird is like an understatement. He moves like stop motion animation. Yeah, he yeah. comes out of the stall. He walks. Yeah, he you looks. Can imagine picking him up by his waist and yeah. bouncing him down. He looks. Like, yeah, he moves like <laughs> Terrence and Philip. He he walks out of the stall. He the guy the guy that called him a retard is washing his hands. He walks parallel to him. He kind of idles up to him and like yeah. shuffles. And he remember he's got his gun in his pocket. And he kind of kicks his leg down and shoots the gun and shoots the guy in the <laughs> foot. <laughs> it's yeah, the so funny. Like, what the fuck? It's so goddamn everywhere. funny. It's, it's hilarious. And his, like, facial expression the whole time he does it is so fucking funny. I don't know. That guy murks all the dudes. Yeah. It was, all, it was great. Five knuckle shuffle time. Guys. Yes. Seven? Fair. Seven. It's, uh... If the middle was a little faster, it'd be an eight. Um, there's some... Like, the movie opens really... Like really jarringly, yeah. and then shit just keeps happening. It's like, okay, is this is this it? We're gonna get the foot on the throttle the whole time. And the middle is just sort of just no one really does anything. There's a lot of talking and a lot of like sort of sitting around, but they're not even like actively hunting. Everyone's kind of like waiting for someone else to do so. Everyone's in a defensive posture. Yeah. Uh, and then the end is kind of nuts. Um, it's fun. It's it's a spectacle. It's it's. Uh, it's got some good laugh-out-loud moments. It's got some interesting uh, gunplay stuff. It's got stuff I've never seen in a movie before. Um, and it's not uh, mind-bendingly confused. It's, a sim- it's actually a simple story. It's just 
told in a really it's goofy told way. Very weird, yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's 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 cool. I liked it. Chomp. Uh, an eight for all the same reasons you said. I just think it's the stuff that works and it works so well that like it pushes kind of the middle. You can forgive the middle, and they gotta get. Like, I understand why the middle's slow, because there's, like, no exposition for the first, like, <laughs> yeah. third of the movie, yeah. so they gotta get some kind of, like, yeah. character development into it, but, like, if maybe you could've, you could've kind of parsed it out a little bit better. But the last third of this movie is a fucking blast. It yeah. Like, it really is. And, uh, it, it's not super deep. No. Which I enjoy, <laughs> like, uh, it take like, the terms are very definite, you know where everybody is, you know how long has gone by, basically, like... It's it's a a really good version of this kind of like post noir Tarantino homage knockoff movie. Yeah, and even like that little that little dialogue sequence in the beginning with their the criminals talking about how they were yeah, exposed to drugs. Like yeah. that shit was really fun. Alec, this is gonna be like a seven. <clears throat> it's like the same same thing that the two previous hosts have already said <laughs> it's it's fun it's it's all over the place uh the violence is fun it's funny um i'm gonna go ahead and say i think this is one of the funniest movies we've seen this movie's pretty goddamn funny it's like jar jar Binks. not out of character never out of character it's funny the goongas <laughs> take a bongo from the scene um, by the planet's core i assume it means the planet <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's fun. It's not as fun as uh, it's not as good not as, as, fun as Wild Zero. Zero. It's not as well. I don't know. It might be better than I, Shin I, Godzilla. I hope that. Uh, Ooh. Whoa! I, I hope that like every Japanese artist knows that you hold everything in fucking comparison to Wild Zero. <laughs> <laughs> I should just start rating Japanese movies on how many Wild Zeros. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. It's like, three, wild it's like zeros. three quarters of a wild zero. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's it's fun. It was almost two hours and it didn't feel like it. So yeah, that's it, something. Yeah, it's a just a cotton candy. Like yeah, yeah. Um, who's left? Uh, the slazzy cup. No, it's TJ. What the hell's a slazzy cup? That, that cup thing? over there. Oh. Uh, it gets an eight for me, dog. This movie's a lot of fun. Um, and I agree with Sean, like, I, I do think the middle drags a little bit, but, like, I don't know, that bathroom scene kind of makes the whole middle evaporate, because yeah. it's so insane it's and pretty great. silly, and, like, not only that, but the bathroom scene is followed up by the fashion montage, yeah. which is then followed up by, remember, the two assassins waiting outside for the girl, then deciding to go fishing, and then falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um... Also, the movie has a sexy chick assassin that doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like she's just, at the end, she's just sitting there, pissed. She can't light her cigarette. And it reminds, she doesn't know how to do it. it, reminds, it right? I don't know why. I think it's because she's dressed in white. It reminds me of that pretzel episode of The Simpsons yeah. because the little Japanese guy's like, "Oh, he's all dressed up. You know, he's gonna do something cool." That's not anything yet. Yeah, yeah, she, cool. she doesn't do anything cool the whole movie. I wonder if her character got cut. Um, there is some, like, I really find this movie hysterical. The one guy that has all the great lines about having pubic hair, yeah. 
when he sees that other guy get murdered and just starts laughing... What happened in here? You have to understand that that guy is on the same side as him, but he just sees the guy getting murdered, because it's really... It is funny. It's like Kakihara is trying to get away from these two dudes that are trying to track him down and kill him, and presumably there's they're all outside the building, but they're on the wrong side of the building, and it's this tiny little bathroom with just this window, so Kakihara just sticks his gun into this window and just starts shooting the guy, because the, the room is like a foot across. It's fucking And the good. knife guy, like, refuses to, like, wipe his face or anything, so yeah. he's just standing there like... Oh, the knife guy is hilarious. Blood. That sequence at the end that we already talked about with the dude with the night vision goggles, and then... The weird cuts to like I don't know the like static action yeah. like that choice alone like I'm sure it was more of like a just him standing there and then the knife like funk like, from yeah. off, comes from off screen and, just and, hits him and, and again I wouldn't be surprised like that guy that was that actor is probably limited in what kind of things he can yeah. do so it's like well, okay we're not gonna make a the raid yeah obviously that hadn't been made yet this came out in '98. But, like, I like the choice, yeah. like, the stylistic choice to do that. Like, I think that makes it look much cooler. Like, I don't know. The, I like, I again, like, we talked about this before with uh, Itchy the Killer. And, and again, having the same lead actor helps. But, like, that guy's just cool. Yeah. Like, the guy that he plays cool. Kakihara is just cool, and he feels cool. Like, in this whole movie, he's just, like, he just feels like a cool actor. And I like, I, I feel, he's got a lot of charisma. Yeah. And I feel like this whole movie radiates that. Like, yeah. it just feels cool. Like, it's a it's a fun, hip kind of different movie. And is he I, 47 Rona? Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, he's in that. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I'm glad, this is a movie, I didn't, I didn't talk about this at all before the, the uh, when we recorded. Uh, but this is a movie that I watched probably in 2000 I haven't seen it since and I'm glad it holds up like I really enjoyed it so uh, yeah uh, 8 for me dog and uh, that ends Japanuary yeah uh, yes we got a free week next week which is still up in the, it's still up in the air what we're gonna watch but it's probably gonna be fucking Jay and Silent Bob reboot mm. Mm. so Smoochy-boochies. let's watch that on the weekend so we can get real drunk P-boot P-boot is that when you just kick the, your dickhead? No, it's just when you just piss in a shoe. Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you? Whose shoe? has to be a boot. Huh? Whose boot? Or what if it's the, the trunk of a British car? Well, right in the boot. Have you ever peed in, the in a shoe? No. You ever peed in a hat? No. A buddy of mine pissed in a litter box one time. It was one time, hilarious. One time Eric vomited <laughs> one of his military boots because he couldn't get out of bed. Have I ever peed in a boot? <laughs> No. I peed You've in a, thrown up in a construction helmet. <laughs> I've thrown up in a purse and in a construction helmet, yes. I've done Randy that. Orton? I've never... Uh, the only place I've peed that's weird is I've peed, like, just in, like, a, a closet. Gel bottle. A gel bottle? A bottle of hair gel. No, I've never peed in that. I had to do that one time. Had, had to? Had to. <laughs> Explain. <laughs> Driving back from Baltimore... And for some reason, I had to take a piss. We're on the were on you the driving? No, I was in the back of oh. someone's car. Wait, why was there a gel bottle in there? Because we were going out that night. We wouldn't do their hair off <laughs> in the car. So it, uns- it was in the dark, and I'm drunk, and I unscrew the cap and kind of aim everything in and piss it in, and I threw it out in a clover leaf. <laughs> cool. Wow. <laughs> but never I had her a boot. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Never peed in a boot. Never peed in a boot. <laughs> there's, there's still time. Yeah, you're young. Get your old piss boot. <laughs> 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 like, oh, God, 
that fucking meme with the little kid screaming? It's like, oh, mom found the piss drawer. Oh, you ever seen it? Where it's yeah. like yeah. that bureau. Oh, it's oh like god, it's so gross. Oh. Oh. All right, everybody. See you later. Have a pleasant evening. Bye bye. Have a pleasant evening. <laughs> or whenever you're listening morning, to this. Boop boys. Yeah. It could be tomorrow morning if you get the show to TJ early enough. I'll get to right now. been good. A long, long time ago, in a galaxy far away, Naboo was under an attack. And I thought me and Qui-Gon Jinn could talk the Federation into maybe cutting them a little slack. But their response, it didn't thrill us. They locked the doors and tried to kill us. We escaped from that gas. The Met Jar Jar and Boss Nass We took a bongo from the scene And we went to feed to see the queen We all wound up on tattooing That's where we found this boy Oh my, my, this here Anakin guy Maybe Vader someday later Now he's just a small fry he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Did you know this junkyard slave isn't even old enough to shave But he can use the force they say Fourteen, yeah, he's probably gonna marry her someday. Well, I know he built C-3PO, and I've heard how fast his pod can go. And we were broke, it's true. So we made a wager or two. He was a preview best and flying ace, and the minute Java started off that race.
Jedi Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi We caught a ride back to Naboo Cause Queen Amidala wanted to I frankly would have liked to stay We all fought in that epic war And it wasn't long at all before Little Hotshot flew his plane and saved the day And in the end some Gungans died Some ships blew up and some pilots fried A lot of folks were croaking The battle droids were broken And the Jedi I admire most Met up with Darth Maul and now he's toast well, I'm still here and he's a ghost I guess I'll train this boy And I was singing My, my, this here Anakin guy Maybe Vader someday later Now he's just a small fry And he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi We were singing My, my, this here Anakin guy Maybe Vader someday later Now he's just a small fry And he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi 